What's good, y'all? Welcome back to Rick Knows Hoops. I'm your host, Tyreek, and I'm here to talk about some of the head coaching vacancies around the NBA and also the four coaches that have been hired to their new teams. So be sure to leave a like, subscribe if you are new. This is a place where we just talk about NBA basketball, so if you love hoops, this is the place for you. And let's start with maybe the best job on the market. My Boston Celtics hired their guy, Ime Udoka, has been an assistant, I believe, for the 76ers, for the Spurs, most recently the Brooklyn Nets, also a former player in the league. Said to be a player's coach, so I think that molds well for this team. Um, Brad Stevens, who's now in the front office, it was said that he kind of lost the locker room a little bit, and you never want to lose a locker room, especially when you got a young team. Happened this past season, also happened in 2019. And I think having a player's coach for these young guys is going to be very good. I think they're going to respond very well. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, among others. I think it's just great to see Udoka get, finally get an opportunity. He's been one of the popular names over the last couple of years. But now Brad Stevens and the Celtics front office are giving this guy the opportunity to be a head coach. And I think he's walking into a great situation. You have two all-star caliber players in Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. I think the Celtics made a very good move. Let's see how it works on the court. We don't really know what his coaching style is going to be when it comes to X's and O's. But I think the Celtics like what they see in Udoka and they got their guy. The next job that has been filled is the Dallas Mavericks job. Rick Carlisle kind of shocked the world when he decided to resign from the head coach of the Dallas Mavericks, had a very successful tenure winning a championship. And Dallas decides to um, go in a, in a direction of a former player that also was on that championship team, and they hired Jason Kidd. Um, Jason Kidd has been out of the head coaching realm for, I think, maybe like the past five years or so. But he's been an assistant uh, mainly with the L.A. Lakers. You know, players love him. But we haven't seen Jason Kidd as a coach in a while, and, I mean, the last time he had a team – it wasn't bad by any means. I mean, he was with the early stages of Giannis. Um, he re- I think he really helped Giannis kind of unlock what he was going to be as a player. But, you know, we haven't really seen him have a lot of success as a head coach. He had that Brooklyn Nets team when they had um, Joe Johnson, KG, Darren Williams, Paul Pierce. I think Brooke Lopez, but he was injured. But they had that team. They kind of underachieved. They did win a playoff series. But I think, you know, the high there was high hopes for that team. They kind of underachieved. That was his first head coaching job. Then he moved straight on to Milwaukee. Um, I think there was a, a really bad year in there. But then, you know, they made some picks and stuff. Giannis started to develop, and they became a playoff team again. Now he's walking into a situation where you have Luka Doncic, and that is a big-time building block. But Dallas also made a move getting a new man in the front office. Um I just know Dude was a Nike executive, so that's kind of you know intriguing. I think he's the second guy to make the move from Nike to a front office role, so that's kind of cool. But you know, I think the Dallas Mavericks have a lot in front of them more than just the head coaching search. Obviously, you have Luca, who is a generational type talent, but you need to put the pieces around him, and he sees his counterpart in Trey Young in the Eastern Conference having a lot of success with the right talent around him. So I think they need to do the same thing for Luca, man. Get him some guys. That can, you know, just help them out when it matters the most in the postseason. Um, it's going to be a very uh, – another team that's going to have a lot in front of them in this offseason. I expect the front office of the Mavericks to make, you know, several moves to try and improve this roster because, you know, the rumblings with Luka could be a little concerning, man. I mean, young players are, you know, starting to voice their frustrations a lot earlier than, you know, after they get their first contract. So, let's see what Dallas also does in the offseason. I'm rooting for Jason Kidd. Hopefully, he has a lot of success in a place where he found success as a player. Speaking of Rick Carlisle, um, he left a place in Dallas where he's had success, and he's going back to a place where he has been a head coach before and has some success. Um, also had a successful uh, brawl in the Palace, you know, the Malice in the Palace. He's going back to Indiana to be the coach of the Pacers. Um, Indiana 
decided to go away from Nate McMillan after giving him an extension in the bubble, and then they fired him after they got, I think, swept in the first round again. And that kind of looks like a bad move at this point because Nate McMillan's having a ton of success in Atlanta, and Nate Borkin, who is the new coach, is out after one season. But now they get Rick Carlisle, successful coach, respected coach, and one of the best in the league. Um, I think this would be good for this Pacers team, but I do believe also another team that has a lot to of decisions to make in the offseason, you know. I think it might be time to move on from this front court of Miles Turner and Sabonis. Um now who do you pick? I don't know. I mean personally, obviously Sabonis is the better player, but you'll probably get more for Sabonis if you trade him. And I think Miles Turner is such an important defeat, uh, piece for this defense because obviously they were a much better team when Miles Turner was on the court. Especially defensively, um, when he got injured, was pretty much done for the season. They tanked on the defensive side of the ball. So I'm really expecting a lot of moves to be made in the offseason. Um, let's see if they pick between Turner and Sabonis and maybe what other moves they try to make to improve this roster. But I like this move. I really think Rick Carlisle can help this team retool and get them back into the postseason. Next, the Portland Trailblazers. Um, we, I've heard some rumblings about Dame maybe becoming unhappy. Who knows if that's true? Who knows what's going to happen with that situation? But they got their guy now. Finally, Chauncey Billis gets a job. You know, he's been talked about in front of his roles. He's been talked about also in the head coaching game. Now he's finally getting the job to be the head coach for the Portland Trailblazers. I love to see it. Um, everybody knows Chauncey Billis, NBA champion, finals MVP, one of the most well-respected players, you know, that's come through the league. I like this hire a lot, man. I think, I mean, obviously we don't really know what Chauncey Billis is going to be another first-time head coach. But I think if you do want to keep Damon around, you want a guy like Chauncey Billups, who is a little more player-oriented, uh, maybe more than Terry Stotts was. And obviously, you want to keep that relationship strong you know, with your superstar player. But also, much like the Celtics, much like the Mavericks and the Pacers, um, this team, as constructed as, as it is now, is not good enough to get to where you want to be with a superstar like Damian Lillard, which is a championship team. They're not good enough right now, obviously, after losing in the first round the last two seasons. There's going to be a lot of moves look to be made in the offseason. We'll definitely just have to wait and see what the moves are. But I do like this hire. And even if it is a retooling situation or maybe a complete rebuild, if you do trade Dame, I like, you know, the situation. Hopefully they give Chauncey Billups a little bit of a longer leash if that is the case. But I'm just happy to see Chauncey finally getting the job. It's been long overdue. Um, congrats, Chauncey, Mr. Big Shot. Hopefully your situation works out well for you. Now let's talk about the jobs that have not been filled yet. There's three spots that are still awaiting their head coach to be hired. And some of these are kind of iffy spots, if you ask me, but I think they all have some potential to them. So let's talk about it. Uh, first is the Washington Wizards, like kind of an iffy situation, but the bright side, you do have two all-star caliber players, Russell Westbrook, Bradley Beal. You have some young guys, Roy Hachimura. Hopefully Denny Adig comes back healthy, um, get well soon. And, you know, you got Thomas Bryant coming back, too. A team that has, I think, some, you know, intriguing pieces. But if you're a head coach, like, you don't really know what the situation you're walking into is going to be. Obviously, you know, you got Russell Westbrook. But, I mean, we don't know if him, Bradley Beal, how long they're going to be there. You know, Brad Beal says, well, not says, he is one of the most loyal players in the league. He really wants to stay in Washington. It's, you know, not up to him at the end of the day. So, as a head coach, you know, would I want this job personally as a head coach compared to the other options? Probably not. But I think there is still, you know, at worst, you're a playoff contending team, probably at the minimum, which, you know, you can't really argue with. But, you know, obviously you want to get above that and get more into being a contender, especially when you have two all-star caliber players. So 
maybe after the offseason and whoever they do hire, we'll see what the situation is. I want to see somebody like Sam, like Sam Cassell get a job like this. I think he's another guy long overdue for a head coaching spot. I think this would be a very good spot for him, you know, just to prove that he can be a head coach in this league. Uh, next, this on paper probably looks like the worst job, but at the same time, I don't think it is. And it's the Orlando Magic. Um, I just obviously talent wise, this is the most least talented team, the worst team by far of these head coaching vacancies. But you have a lot of young pieces on this team. Wendell Carter shows some promise. You still got Mo Bamba. Maybe you can unlock something out of him as a new head coach. Uh, John Isaac is coming back off an of injury. Markel Foles coming back off an of injury. R.J. Hampton, Cole Anthony, Chuma Okiki. They have some young talent on this team. This is a very young team, and they have um, another lottery pick. They they really have um I think they have two lottery picks actually so they got a lot of tools that they can maybe you know get to improve this team and hopefully the head coach that comes in is given a lot of leeway because obviously this is not a you're not expected to come in and make this a playoff team from day one so you want to get a coach that's good at developing talent or maybe just give somebody a, their first chance um I like it was cool to see Becky Hammond as a finalist for the Trailblazers job. I would like to see her get this job. I think it would be just – it would obviously be breaking down a barrier, but I think she's a great basketball mind. She's been running with Greg Popovich really as the lead assistant, you know, for the most part. And I would just like to see her get this job. I think it would just be great not only to show that women can have success in the NBA. We've seen that with, like, refereeing, but now, like, on the court affecting the game as, you know, a part of the team. I think this would be a great spot for Becky Hammond. Hopefully she gets the job. Um, but there are also a lot of other good options. But I do think this is a good low-key spot for a young head coach or a first-time head coach to get their career going in the head coaching realms with a young team like this Orlando Magic squad. And lastly, um, one of the more younger, talented teams that just needs some good guidance that fits this squad. I, I mean, I think everybody should be, should have been in agreement when it comes to the, to the Pelicans that – Stan Van Gundy was not the man for the job last offseason. I don't care who you ask. I don't care what you say. He's not the job, man. He's he's an older guy trying to fit in with these young guys. And a defensive coach that this was one of the worst defensive teams I've ever seen. So, obviously, he was not the man for the job. But this is a great situation. There's so much young talent on this team. Obviously, the roster needs a little bit more reconstruction. Eric Bledsoe got to go. Steven Adams, he got to go to. I think that's pretty evident. Those guys do not fit in with what Zion Williamson, Brandon Ingram, and, you know, if you bring Lonzo Ball back. But these guys don't fit in with those with those guys. You need guys that can space the floor, that can shoot the ball. And also you need some, you know, just guys that can defend really well too or just a head coach that can get the most out of their talent. And I'm telling you right now, I don't know if Kenny Atkinson is in the running for any job. I don't know if he wants to be a head coach right now. He should have got this job last season, last offseason, I'm sorry. He deserves this job now, man. One of the best guys in developing young talent. We've seen what he did with that Brooklyn Nets squad that had no business really being a playoff team. He turned them into a playoff team. He got the most out of guys like D'Angelo Russell, Spencer Dinwiddie, guys like that, Jared Allen. He deserves a job like this, man. It's a young team, young talent. He deserves to get a chance to show that he's a really good head coach and he can develop young talent and potentially push this team into playoff contention, man. I think that is the perfect guy for this job. And if not, hopefully they get it right because we've also heard Zion already in year two. He's His camp is fed up. Like, they really want him to have success, and he's not getting that so far in New Orleans. So 
They need to they need to do right. They have to do right. This is gonna be Zion's third head coach in three years. They gotta do right, man. They have to do right. So yeah, those are the seven head coaching jobs that have either been filled or still vacated. Um let me know in the comments which job would y'all want the most and which job would y'all really run away from if you was a head coach right now. I'm kind of intrigued, man. I think um there's a lot of good options. I would probably take the Celtics as the best. The worst, probably the Washington Wizards, just because of the construction of the team, not really a lot of wiggle room, and maybe the front office makes a decision on the backcourt. Who knows? I think there's some good options still. Um, I don't know if I was a head coach or, you know, if anybody offered me any of these jobs, I'll take them for sure, man. That head coaching money, man, I'll take that in a heartbeat. But, you know, let me know what y'all think. I appreciate all the love that y'all have been giving me lately, man. A lot of my recent videos have been some of my best on the channel. And especially, like, the Phoenix Suns one from Game 2 um, in, like, the first few days. It's been one of my best in the channel. And I think I'm trying to improve, you know, just me giving out, you know, better energy, better content. And I appreciate all the support, all the new subscribers, all the new viewers. I appreciate you guys so much. Uh, please continue to do so, and I'll continue to drop great content and improve myself as we go along, man. I appreciate everything. Thank you guys for tuning in. Leave a like, subscribe if you are new, and I'll be back next time with another one, y'all. Peace.